I don't know. Sometimes let's just talk like this. Okay. Cool. I'm glad we, I'm glad we can agree. I'm glad we can agree on that. Me and Mr. Microphone. Well, hello. Today, I'm going to take you on a journey, a trip, a voyage. Okay, fine. We're going inside one of my anxiety attacks. I recorded myself having an anxiety attack, you know, just something that most people do. Wink, wink. I've shared something similar to this before when I took you inside my depression and you let me know it was very helpful in identifying and understanding your own struggles. So I felt it was time to share this with you. Oh, also, you should know that this audio is from a while ago, June to be exact. I'm telling you that because you'll hear me reference some things that are no longer relevant to my life and, well, some things that are still super relevant. Life is weird. Okay, anxiety, here we come. Well, actually, that doesn't sound great, but you know what I mean. Let's go. I don't know. I guess I just decided I would sit down and record while having an anxiety attack. <laughs> so this might be a kind of a whispery episode. Um, you know, I've had some version of anxiety for, for a long time. I'll talk about all different types of it. Um, sorry, I can't catch my breath. <clears throat> uh, it's always been kind of secondary for me. I, I feel like it drives, you know, I, I attribute my success to it, but it's not really to anxiety. It's to the wanting to avoid anxiety, you know? So it's like double, double and triple checking things or making sure things are as great as they can be, or, you know, trying to control everything or create an environment where it feels safe and, I can succeed and others can succeed. And so, so it isn't like I was having all of these anxiety attacks and then actually that was actually doing something great. It was just, I know what it feels like to have an anxiety attack. So I like actively do things to not, which is why the last couple of weeks have been so strange for me because sorry, this might, might, might end up just being too hard to listen to. I just like got home from a trip to Palm Springs with some of my friends from work and uh, I had so many anxiety attacks all weekend and and I just came in the house and and I was like talking to my brother about something to eat and I just start crying and I'm just like it just hurts so much and he's like I don't understand how you could have anxiety you just got back from a vacation in Palm Springs and I was like I know they don't have anything to do with each other. Like, I don't feel emotionally anxious. And this is maybe some, I'm assuming something that a lot of people could relate to, you know. There's a couple of things at play here. First is, it wasn't like I had like a weekend full of speaking engagements or, or jumping out of planes or something that might trigger like an an anxiety, like a physical manifestation of anxiety, but it, it's like my body was just doing it, which I haven't really felt like I've had happen in 15, 20 years 
15 years. I mean, I, I kind of remember in my mid to late 20s when I was playing around with all different medications, not recreationally, but like when I was in between the depression diagnosis and the bipolar diagnosis. And, and then I got diagnosed with ADD and anxiety was in there too, but it was like the least addressed, um, because it just wasn't, I wasn't having it that much, but then something with like the Adderall and the, it was like Wellbutrin or something then created this thing where I would literally just like be at the grocery store in line and I would just have a panic attack or the wind would blow in my face and I would have a panic attack. And so, and yes, I was super stressed during that time and I didn't know what I wanted to do for a living and I didn't have that much money and I was alone and I felt kind of alienated from everyone because no one was really talking about this sort of thing. But that's the only time that I can really vividly remember having this level of anxiety for what feels like no reason. And it's been two weeks of... <clears throat> the plane, the noise of planes giving me anxiety. <laughs> well, that's an external cause, so at least we, at least we know there's that. Uh, I don't know. This is probably now I'm, and and then here comes self doubt, where I'm just like, this is stupid. Anyways, let me let me let me try and make some sense of this because the the reason for me wanting to record. I, was literally like I could felt, but it's starting to go away now. But I felt myself in the throes of it, and I was like, I just want to, I want to like document it for for everyone. And then I could, the moment I went to grab my computer so that I could quickly record this, I could feel it starting to subside. And then even that was making me feel anxious because I'm like, oh, it won't be good if I'm not in a full fledged anxiety attack. Um, I can still really feel it. So for me, it's like my chest, it's like someone is stealing my breath and my chest is so tight that it's like, won't, the muscles won't relax to let air in, which I don't know if that's actually what's happening, but it's just like, you know, like I feel like I'm suffocating sort of, and I feel like someone has tied a rope, thread it through my lungs and then tied a giant knot like right at my sternum. And it, and it, not not like a cool hug, but in just a just pain like it's just being stretched in a really painful way. Um, and then I just want to cry. It's just like because you just feel stuck in your body and you just don't want to feel like that, but don't know how to get relief. And I've you know I've tried. I just drank some natural calm, which is like magnesium, which magnesium is supposed to help because it's a glutamate blocker. I think there's something having to do with glutamate and excitotoxins that that can create this. I think lamictal, which is my mood stabilizer, also does that. So, so I took some of that. I had like some plant medicine, some some calm plant medicine. I mean, I've just tried a lot of things. Obviously, like if I have alcohol, that helps. But then it's just like, well, that's, I mean, it's just, it's sort of like every solution that I've gone to for the last two weeks. I mean, literally everything from like meditation. I got a really nice massage yesterday. 
laying down, breathing techniques, the CBD. Uh, I haven't had any Xanax, but the magnesium, essential oils. I mean, I like laying in the sun, enjoying myself with friends, went for a walk each morning. Like I've, I think why I'm frustrated is, and, and I know that this is a common feeling because it's like, sometimes you do everything right. And then you still feel like this. And that's the frustrating part because I also feel like I have a lot that I need to do and I can't actually afford to be sidelined with anxiety. So, so yeah, there's no, there's no solve. The solve isn't here. We'll, you know, we'll, we'll figure it out, but I can still feel the tightness in my body, but just talking about it definitely helps. So maybe that's another thing I can remember. You know, diet also has a lot to do with it, but I didn't really have, it's like, I kind of go through a mental checklist. Like, did I have more caffeine than usual? Did I have less sleep than usual? Did I have, there's like foods you're supposed to avoid. Um, did I have any, any MSG, any Parmesan cheese, any Diet Coke, too much of that? Uh, I don't know how much, but like, have I just been eating like shit in general? I mean been eating great, but I feel like I've spent most of my life not eating great and I didn't have anxiety all the time. I took my meds. I didn't change anything there. You know, so the only thing is I was talking to my dad about it yesterday, which my dad just told me about anxiety that he had. I was like, Dr. Jamie, please out with all the secrets. I thought we had covered that you didn't have anxiety (laughs) because I have to trace all of my uh, mental health issues to one of my two parents, which doesn't actually make sense. But he was telling me about some anxiety he had when he was younger, like some, it was more like social anxiety. But I was just telling him like, man, it's just been really rough the last couple weeks. Um, and I talked about it on Instagram too. And, and everyone is like, it's the podcast. <laughs> I think that's part of it, but I don't know that it's for the reasons that people assume it's for. It's not like the vulnerability piece. I mean, the, I think the like putting myself out there in a way that feels like more to strangers than what it feels like to do it to on Instagram, but it feels protected. I think that that made me feel vulnerable, but I just don't know that I can connect that to anxiety. But I also, I just say it. I'll just say it. And then if I'm not supposed to say it, I'll cut it out. Just signed a book deal. And then there's still this, that little old thing called Bandeau. And we have a huge, like new mental health initiative that I kind of started at the beginning of this year that has grown into this big, amazing thing that feels so important. So I essentially have three major projects that I've committed to all at once that I feel equally as passionate about. Um, and so I'm just sort of navigating how to bring the amount of time and headspace to each of those. So, so my dad was like, I mean, you, you have a lot on your plate. I don't, honestly know how you're doing it, but I know that you're good at compartmentalizing and I know you've been in places like this before and I always figured it out, but he's like, it's giving me anxiety so I can, it would make sense that it's giving you anxiety. And I think it's just weird because, you know, sometimes like everyone has their thoughts on why you feel the way you feel or, you know, and and everyone's just trying to help. It's not, I'm not saying anyone's doing anything wrong, but I can't, it doesn't, that connection doesn't make sense to me. And I feel like there, 
that has to be looked at and that has to be valued. Like if, if the advice or the, the reasoning resonates with you, whether or not it does, you, you know, that's important, like getting advice. And that'll, that has a lot to do with therapy, which, which we will talk about when, when someone says something to you that resonates, that's the most important part. Honey book, honey book, honey book. Sometimes I wonder if the folks at Honeybook know how much I love to sing the word honeybook. Sort of like two words, but it's really just one word. Honeybook.com. I, do I have a future in like jingles? <clears throat> Don't answer that. <laughs> Hold on, I need to clear my throat. <coughs> Well, if this isn't an organic ad, I don't know what is. So we've talked about HoneyBook before, but we're going to talk about it again. Because I was thinking, you know, I always talk about the sort of the time it frees up for you as a small business um, because it's essentially like a business management platform, especially for creative small businesses um, like photographers, designers, event professionals, that sort of thing. And so I've spent a lot of time focusing on the streamlining process and how much I could have used this website when when I was a small business, now a medium business. But I was thinking there's also a lot of anxiety tied up with that, especially when you're a creative because uh, it doesn't always come naturally to you. So you end up spending a ton of time on that and it's overwhelming. And I, I remember being really anxious about that and overwhelmed. So, I mean, I don't see this in any of their copy points, but I feel like it could really help alleviate anxiety. And who doesn't want to do that, especially when you're trying to run a business? So for all of those reasons, that's why I've decided to partner with HoneyBook.com to offer JGOK listeners 50% off, 5-0. I clarify that every time because 50 is more impactful than 15. 50% off the first year of HoneyBook.com with promo code JGOK. So get started at HoneyBook.com today and use promo code JGOK. Okay, for five zero percent off your first year. Again, that's honeybook.com, promo code JGOK. Go get them, tigers. And so, you know, I was asking even on, on, on Instagram, and, and so many people, like I said, were like, oh, it's the podcast. And I'm just like, I think they think it's the podcast because of the, because the vulnerability piece, like I was saying, what, and then I got off track, ADD. <laughs> but th- I think the part that makes me anxious is that I was offered a podcast that was actually much simpler than the podcast that we are listening to now. And the one that I wanted to do because I insist on trying to do everything different and I didn't want to add something to a space that felt really crowded. I wanted, at least I didn't want to add something a version of what's already out there. I wanted to do something that was really different, but when you do that, it takes a lot of work. And so I've created a lot of work, not just for myself, but the other people involved, which 
definitely gives me anxiety. And then I, it, I'm trying to get ahead of it, but it's like, you can't really get that far ahead of it. So it's a weekly thing and it's like topical and it's like me, I don't want to, you know, record something two months out. So, so like, and there's a lot of responsibility within that. Cause it's like, you want to do social media for it and you want to write about it and you want to be thoughtful and intentional with what you're doing. And, and then also like the process where I have to listen to it over and over again, which I don't have to, but I want to check and make sure like, are all the jokes in there? Like, does it make sense? And then, and then I'm realizing like, I can't even do that. And then I'm having like a love hate relationship with myself where I'm like, I know my intentions are so good, but I can't ever tell if it's sounds good. And then I, you know, or, or is going to make sense to people. And then people are like, Oh, it's great. And so that's confusing. And that's probably part of the anxiety. So it's, so in a nut, in a nutshell, <laughs> will we have a nutshell in each episode? Is my anxiety attack gone? Wow. Thanks for helping. I think it is. Anyways, um, I think the part where I feel like I can't get on top of it, it, that's what she said. <laughs> it's definitely gone. If, if I'm back there, we're fine. Um, that's how fast they can go. I mean, it started, it's been, it's been like eight hours on and off, but so, but but it lasted for like 20 minutes, um, which is a long time. Anyways, it's just like, I don't, I don't remember what I was talking about. Oh, can't get on top of it. That's it. Um, I'll save the, I'll save the repeat joke, but it's like kind of that feeling of like not having your homework done in time is, and that's like, I have not felt that way. I can't even remember the last time I felt that way. Like in school, I think in school was the last time because that's definitely a feeling that I actively avoid. Am I having a realization about why I'm having the anxiety? Because now I'm thinking I haven't felt that way in so long because I've actively avoided feeling that way by being prepared. So I think there's that. And then I know I really, I, although this book has been something that has been in discussion form for like three years in like actual, like putting together a proposal and working on an outline for six or eight months. So it's, so I guess it's all been there, but like, I just signed the deal last week. So I think knowing that I have even more homework to do, <laughs> I guess that's it. It's just weird because it's not, I think the part that's making it confusing. So this is, this is an episode where you guys help me. <laughs> I don't help you. The part where I'm helping you is you're seeing, you're seeing me, a person that you know puts themselves out there that can, that can run a company that can have a podcast and now can write a book that has just come off a lovely weekend that visually was beautiful and just looked like a ton of fun. You see all of that and then you, and then you're exposed to this other part, which is like, wow, this person suffers just like me. And, oh, are those feelings I'm having in my chest anxiety? So that's where I'm hoping to help you. And then I get help because I get to talk about it and feel better. And then you guys email me and you tell me how you feel better. And then I collect that information and I pursue some of it. Okay. Oh, man. I'm just, I'm running this whole thing without a script. I'm probably get, that's going to give me anxiety because I'm going to have to listen to this again. And now I'm, now it's not funny. So you know that neurosis is part of this. 
Thank you so much already for all the help you've given me just by listening to me talk. So maybe the anxiety has to do with that. I quite possibly have bitten off more than I can chew, but I feel equally passionate about everything I'm doing. I feel grateful for the opportunity to do all of it. I'm absolutely not going to back down. I also know that I will figure it out because I have, like my dad said, I have been here before, maybe not at this level, but I've definitely managed a bunch of different things at the same time that, that were hard, but it's worth it. And I'm really going to dig in on the anxiety thing because I I feel like right now, uh, knock on wood, knock on wood that this does not jinx me, but I do feel like the mood disorder part, so like my bipolar, that really feels managed. It's like the anxiety has sort of kind of like presented itself to me, like you have to deal with me now, and I... and. I think the thing that I've been thinking about is like, I can't, I feel worried to take on anxiety as a fourth project because what you'll learn as we go through this together and you may already know is like really trying to get to the bottom of some of this stuff is hard, 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 hard work. If you know someone that has worked on this and they're, they've come out the other end, applaud them because it's, a huge responsibility. There are setbacks. It's confusing. There are not always answers. And like I'm saying, just like me, I mean, I've been working on this for 20 something years. And then all of a sudden out of nowhere, two weeks of intense anxiety and everything checks out, you know, other than this thing that like now I'm, now I'm thinking maybe that is just like this, this responsibility is a cause. And I just didn't, wasn't, didn't want to identify it as one because, um, I don't want to admit that something that's so good might also be bad, but I guess that's sometimes how life is, right? All right. Bye. Congratulations. You survived my anxiety. Thank you for listening. (laughs) Was it helpful? I hope so. As you can see, sometimes anxiety can leave just as quickly as it came on. Oh, and it can also really help to talk it out with a friend, family member, or just a stranger with a friendly face. I have found that the simple act of acknowledging how you feel can diffuse an episode or attack. All right. I hope you're having a great holiday season and a wonderful life. Bye-bye. What do you know about the after show? It's the JGOK after show. You don't know about the after show, but it's the show after the show after the show after the show. What have I gotten myself into with this after show? This is a very typical Jen Gotch move where I take something that could be simple and add complications to it. Like, why not just have a podcast? Why have to have a podcast that has an after show that's just weird. Well, because I think that's cool. That's why. Well, I'm glad we resolved that. The thing I want to say this week is I'm kind of in some sort of an after show competition with my dear, dear friend, Busy Phillips, because she has, not that I need to tell you this, you already know, but she has a new talk show on E! Busy Tonight, 
And I noticed the last time I was home that Dr. Jamie keeps singing her sign-off song about no more tequila. And I'm like, then sometimes he merges the after show song and busy song. And I, I don't know where this goes, but I don't feel like it goes anywhere good. So that's what I wanted to say. I feel no ill will towards busy or towards Dr. Jamie because I've, I love her song too, but I just want to give a shout out to my song because I'm me and I like myself sometimes. Okay, bye.